It's Thursday, December 13, 2018. The Arctic is experiencing the most unprecedented transition in human history. Very bad news in the latest Arctic report card. Coal State Democratic Senator gets top energy committee position. Washington State Governor unveils ambitious climate change legislation. Plus, I want the cleanest air and the cleanest water on the planet. I want crystal clean water. Trump EPA rolls back yet another major water protection rule. All of those rollbacks and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. When you look at China and when you look at other countries where they have very... You know, foul air. They have not good air. Yes, we know what foul means. You are a really not good president. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I think you understated it. I think it's not very bad news in the Arctic. I think it's very... Very bad news in the Arctic. (laughs) Okay, we'll take it. The Arctic is in bad shape, and that has global consequences in faster sea level rise, faster global warming, and more extreme weather. That's according to the latest Arctic report card out this week, an annual update on changes in the Arctic issued by NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. NOAA finds that the Arctic has lost 95% of its oldest, thickest sea ice, which is severely impacting land and marine species. 2018 will likely be the second hottest year in the Arctic after 2016, and the five warmest years on record in the Arctic have all occurred in just the last five years. Just to be clear, you said that 95% of the old Arctic ice has been melted. Right. In a press conference, NOAA scientist Emily Osborne explained that what happens in the Arctic doesn't stay in the Arctic. What we're seeing is that the Arctic is warming at twice the rate as the rest of the globe. That results in a change in the the pattern of our jet stream, and the jet stream is impacting our weather throughout the year. Impacts include extreme weather that stalls in place, like record drought in the West, or extreme rainfall events like Hurricane Harvey. The rapidly disintegrating sea ice is also attracting shipping traffic and mining interests to the region, and therefore more pollution. The Arctic now has more microplastic pollution than any other ocean basin. Report co-author Don Perovich summed up the Report. One of the big takeaways from this year is it really shows how interconnected things are, how the Arctic is a system, and we're really starting to see cascading effects that we don't fully understand. Not only cascading effects, but feedback loops. As the white ice disappears, it's replaced by darker water and land, which absorbs heat from the sun instead of reflects it back. And that, in turn, creates even more warming that melts even more ice. Right. This is very bad. In other news, the Trump Environmental Protection Agency this week proposed rolling back yet another major Obama-era public health standard, the Waters of the United States rule that protected waterways and wetlands that feed into the drinking water supply of one-third of Americans. It was aggressively opposed by Republican state attorneys general and some folks in the agriculture, real estate, and oil industries and golf course owners like... President Trump. Huh. In a press conference, this is how acting administrator Andrew Wheeler characterized the Obama standard. They claimed it was in the best interest of water quality, but it was really about power, power in the hands of the federal government over farmers, developers, and landowners. 
Also, an EPA spokesman claimed that the agency had no data on the impact of the rollback, but E&E News, via a public records request, obtained that data that doesn't exist, showing the agency determined 20 percent of streams and 50 percent of wetlands would lose protection under the new rule. This is a proposed rule. The public comment period is now open at regulations.gov and it will likely face years of litigation. Good. In the United States Senate, Democratic Minority Leader Chuck Schumer has granted the top spot on the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee to Joe Manchin of West Virginia. Bad. A major supporter of the coal industry and the committee's highest-ranking member, this after midterm election losses forced a committee leadership reshuffling. As climate activist Bill McKibben put it on Twitter, quote, Yes, we have to change everything to deal with climate change, but no. No, that doesn't include seniority rules in the Senate. And putting Joe Manchin on an energy committee. You know, for all the complaints about Nancy Pelosi, why aren't Democrats complaining about Chuck Schumer in the Senate? Finally, there is some good news. Washington State Democratic Governor Jay Inslee this week unveiled an ambitious package of legislation to tackle climate change that includes phasing out fossil fuels like natural gas and coal from the state's electricity supply by 2045. There is no carbon tax or fee included in the governor's proposed legislation. That's after the oil industry spent $30 million to defeat a state carbon tax in the November election. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide, please, on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your... Green News Report.